Hello, and welcome to Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I'm your husband and player, Zach. And I'm your wife and player, Diana. And this is episode three of our playthrough of The Quiet Year. How are you doing, my darling? I am not feeling very relaxed. This is Memorial Day weekend, and I made you do a lot of work, so congratulations. We got so much done, sort of. Well, we got a lot of planning done. This really has been the move from hell in just logistics Mm -hmm. and how it's been over a month and we're still moving. Mm -hmm. It's awful and I hate it. Mm -hmm. But we bought some stuff and we got to play around at Ikea, which is like fun for me. So yeah, there was that. We did that today. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, We also moved our studio. We switched our studio in our office rooms. Um, because the other one was too echoey, but I can distinctly hear my echo right now. So I'm hoping that this recording turns out well. Yeah, it probably won't, but that's okay. Cause we ordered some of those like soundproof egg cart things. So maybe that'll help. Yeah. We're going to line the walls with crap Yay. <laughs> to try to dampen More garbage. <laughs> so. This is uh, Avery Alder's A Quiet Year. It is a community mapping game in which we play out the trials of a community over the course of one year of relative peace. We have been playing out a beachside community that has a mysterious haunted island off of the coast. They are pretty well off on food, but are still struggling pretty dearly with water at this point. They've managed to get to autumn with essentially... Very little drinkable water. And we are now at a point where several cults, which may be the same cult, have risen up. Um, A small community of fishermen have gone to the Forbidden Island and discovered a tome or a journal discussing a, a sea serpent god. A young boy, Enoch, has joined up with a community called the Parish, who claim to worship or who who speak of worship of this like uh i don't think that's right enoch joined up with his family who came out on a boat and they joined the parish did they all join Mm -hmm. the parish oh let's show how much i listen and there's also a moon cult that has recently built a shrine So, so many cults yeah yep but no radio cult well I very specifically have not built a radio tower. <laughs> it's the first thing that comes to my mind every time. And then what happens is like weird man-made bridges. So. Oh, yeah. And uh, we discovered that there was a strange eco bridge that was deliberately made to the island, uh, as well as a water filtration plant that we managed to get working, but haven't managed to get the water out of yet. Am I missing anything important? Our map is a clear illustration of my lack of artistic skills and your presence of them. I set that sentence up weird, so I didn't know how to finish it. Don't insult my wife's artistic abilities, please. I'll do as a please. You can't make me. <laughs> we ready to begin? Let's get drawing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's finish out our quiet year. The community becomes obsessed with a grandiose vision. Hold a discussion about this vision in addition to your regular action for the week. So the discussion is, 
The only way to get through the winter is to unite the serpent, the jackal, and the moon. Are you out of your mind? Uniting them is what brought the jackals down before. We can't do that. History will repeat itself. Uh, and then for my move, I'm going to start a project. So when we moved rooms, uh, we might have lost some projects. I'm pretty sure that we had no projects on the board. Uh, but I think um, after the failure, I know that a project failed to try to get the water into the reservoir, reroute the water into the reservoir with the tools that washed up on shore. We're going to try that again. I think that's a five-week project. I agree. I think we can get it done before yeah. winter yeah. begins. But we're down a couple people, so it's harder. Yeah. We lost some people to the aftermath of the hurricane. Okay. Tropical storm. A project finishes early. Ooh. Which one and why? Well, we've only got the one project. So it, um, we are able to create a pathway from the pipe that we found in the bush bushland to our water res- reservoir. Um, and we finish it early because we know winter is coming and we know the rains will stop and people are worried and people are scared. And so it kind of added a little fire to our getting the water situation fixed and handled. And I would like to start a new project. I know we have an excess of tools and supplies. We have an... I think we lost some of our food, but we're still pretty good on food. We now have a steady source of water. The lizards are still a problem, so we have uh, some danger, a scarcity of safety, I would say. Oh, my farming died. Oh, yeah, yeah. You tried to clear out the... um, so that we would have alternate sources of food. Mm-hmm. I imagine it will be harder to fish in the winter. Well, it depends on what kind of winter you have. Portugal fishes in the winter, but they don't really have like snow. Well, yeah, I mean, you can, it's like, it's not that the ocean is frozen, but I think it's generally harsher in most places. Is yeah. that, did I just make that up? I, I never lived on the coast. I don't know. I think, I, neither did I. I literally have stories of my mom, but it doesn't matter because here's the project. The project is someone, an unnamed person, group of people an unnamed group of people because i haven't decided what their name is someone is trying to make bush wine i'm sorry what bush wine is that wine out of bushes well it's the only vegetation or food from the island everything else is fish and that's gross so bush wine (laughs) okay and it is a i put it's a six-week project because i think it takes a while for stuff to ferment right yeah Six weeks. Okay. All right. So trying to get trying to brew some alcohol. Yep. Distill these leaves into something. Yep. Okay. Until we find some vegetation somewhere else. Bush wine. A group goes out to explore the map more thoroughly and find something that had been previously overlooked. I think that the fishermen out on the Forbidden Island are getting braver and go into the fortress. And what they discover there... That cactus you make tequila out of. Agave? Why, why is your mind on booze tonight? Well, because all of their like right, their basic needs... Mm-hmm. If we're looking at Maslow, which is whatever, there's issues with that. Their safety has been met, right? Their, their 
physical basic needs have been met. Now it's on to entertainment. Now they need a way to entertain mm-hmm. themselves, which is why I'm on booze. I was worried that this might be too much of a... Because discoveries are supposed to be like, you don't want to just give your community everything. Right. Right. But I think that these fishermen find a cache of weapons in the fort. Oh. They find a cache of, uh, of guns on the island. Uh, ammunition is limited. Uh, but I think also the people that they tell about this discovery is rather limited. And I am going to start a project to shore up that land bridge. I think I think we want it shored up so that our community can easily seek shelter in the fortress. And that's going to take... You're going to take a contempt token? Yeah, I'm taking a contempt token. Uh, what do you think? Five weeks? Sure. The women were directing the men to shore up this bridge and they were doing whatever community leaders do throughout their day, you know, checking on people and making sure that they're okay. Um, One of the community members' child has been sick and um, never fully recovered from the sickness that kind of swept through. And they appeared to be on the mend. But the next morning when the community especially the community leaders, the women, went around and did their checks. When the mother checked on their child, their child was dead. So the weakest among you has died. Who's to blame for their death? I think that this mother in particular blames the fishermen for going to the Forbidden Island Mm -hmm. and for exploring within the Forbidden Island. They angered the cosmos, the jackal, the moon, whatever, and have caused her son to die. My son has died. And it is your fault for going and exploring. The fishermen need to be punished. Someone issues issues a dire warning and the community leaps into action to avoid disaster. What is the warning? Start a contentious project that relates to it. Enoch and his family and the parish have joined with the cult of the moon and want to build new housing around the reservoir so that they are in control of it. Uh, And the warning there is that the fishermen are going to cause... Actually, no. I'm sorry. I changed that. The fishermen are building housing in the fortress. What was I thinking? Um, The fishermen... So, the dire warning is that we won't make it through the winter exposed as we are in our longhouses on the beach. We need to move into the fortress now. There's plenty of supplies there. So, we're just going to start building housing there so that everybody can come over once it's done. And this is going to be nice housing. So it's going to take about five weeks to build. That's my contentious project. Was that contentious enough? I took a contempt token. All right. And we're going to make a discovery. And the discovery is one night. So we established that on clear nights when the moon is uh, shining, there is this bioluminescence in the water and the sound of singing. 
um, and one night as the community watches this this beautiful display out on the water a massive figure breaks the water and it looks just like looks like a giant uh, whale or serpent breaking the water uh, and rising and then diving back in again so it's just like the hump of a great creature community leaders are out on their watch Mm -hmm. the kids are with them and a child runs up to one of the leaders horrified and crying and speaking unintelligibly and the leader is able to get out of them that there's a body on the shore and when they investigate it when they investigate it they find and it's gruesome and i'm not going to go through it um but they find that it is one of the fishermen one of the fishermen has washed up ashore one of the fishermen who was building housing on the forbidden island has washed up ashore it died gruesomely and it wasn't from drowning Okay. Gruesomely. Mm. It appears as if what has killed them bit them. And the biting is what caused them to die. There was torn out bites. Okay. So knowing what kind of animal it was won't really fit. I mean, it was probably just those giant lizards. I mean, washed up ashore. Sorry, sorry. I'm not supposed to be talking. Washed up ashore implies that possibly Mm. it happened on the island or nearby the Forbidden Island. And I don't know what we've really, like, discussed death. We've had a couple people dying. And I think we've kind of handled them with temporary solutions. So I think I'd like to start a project where we build a graveyard. I think burning them is actually more appropriate. So, but that requires lumber. So, burials, right? Everything else requires some sort of flotation. Do you want to hold a discussion for what we should do with our dead? No, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I think this is a three-week project to set up an area where we bury our dead. Cold autumn wind drives out your enemies, remove a threatening force from the map and the area. We see, or rather we have not, the, uh, the giant lizards in quite some time. In the last time anyone saw them, uh, the giant lizards were making their way uh, further inland. Presumably to uh, to wait out the cold winter months. Things are going pretty well. Things are going pretty well. Except for the dead fishermen. Except for the dead fishermen. Uh, all right. So the moon cult is unhappy with this idea of a, of a cemetery. They think that burying our dead is, especially so close to our water supply, is just... Um, Barbaric, um, so they want to set up a funeral pyre in the old stone-lined pit. They're gonna convert it into a crematorium, because mm. that's what we should have done, and that's gonna take also about three weeks. <laughs> My cemetery is gonna get done before your crematorium, but that's fine. But that's fine. I mean, that's fine, but the people of the moon goddess want to be with the moon. We want to. Turn to smoke and rise. Sorry, we should be holding a discussion about this. The project to build the cemetery is running into some pretty severe issues. This project just isn't working out as expected. To build the cemetery? Mm-hmm. 
You're sabotaging the cemetery? Mm-hmm. Okay. So instead of building a cemetery, what they are building is farmland again. <laughs> they're building farmland. So they've already dug some stuff, but they're what it is, the problem is that there is a sheet of impenetrable rock four feet below the sand. And so it's not deep enough to bury a body, but it might be deep enough to plant some things because it's not all just sand. It's like sand and dirt. It's like a weird mix back there because by the bushlands. So they are going to try farming again. The wine is made. All right. So uh, draw something to indicate that wine. Uh, And also that land bridge gets finished. How does shrub wine taste? Oh, it's terrible. Okay. However, it will mess you up. And that's sort of the goal. So no one no one likes shrub wine. Or bush wine. No one likes bush wine. But everybody likes getting messed up. I don't think that is categorically untrue. Well, everybody on this island likes getting messed up. Their lives are awful. That's fair. I also think it's probably used in some of the ceremonies now. Like slowly the moon mm. the moon cult starts using it and stuff like that. The moon cult that is turning the old stone hole into a funeral pyre notices what appears to be a underground tunnel at the bottom of this pyre at this pit they kind of kept digging to make it better and they sort of notice that it appears to be some sort of tunnel underneath okay okay it's been caved in you know stuff uh someone sabotages a project and the project fails as a result the funeral pyres fail the moon cults uh, crematorium fails and the reasoning I, a, I think that's a lot easier to sabotage than getting on the fisherman's island and sabotaging their housing and I think who breaks it up is I think it's the fishermen hmm. the fishermen break it up they don't think that that is a good um, they don't think that's a good way to dispose of our dead Let's hold a discussion. What should we do about the fishermen? We talked about punishing them, but we need to go back to that idea. The fishermen are well-armed and are setting up in the fortress. I don't see what options we have to stop them. Uh, The housing project also finishes. Your farm also finishes? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, darn. Is that the first week of winter? We now enter winter. A headstrong community member tries to take control of the community. How are they prevented from doing this? Due to the conflict, project dice are not reduced this week. Well, there are no more project dice. The women of childbearing age are the leaders of this community. The fishermen are trying to usurp that. They are trying to change what... The community looks like and how the community is run very specifically brandon 
I always go with biblical names, so I went with Brandon. It's not a biblical name. Specifically trying to change it up. Brandon, he was the first to kind of master fishing. So he's kind of the one that all the other fishermen sort of look to. And Brandon is kind of the ringleader behind going into the fortress, building the, the housing there. And so at a community meeting, Brandon tries to talk down to the community leaders. Um, you don't know what you're doing. I'm already doing better for this community. I should be in charge. And when Brandon says, I should be in charge, even though his fishermen buddies had been supporting him and kind of been egging him on a little bit, when faced with the entire community and when faced with the women of the community, no one supported him. And so he was kind of shamed out of the meeting and shamed out of his usurper rebellion, at least for the time being. However... There is conflict. <laughs> I'm trying to hit all the points. It's a big one. It's a big one. I, I think you hit it. Yeah. There's no project dice, so I can't reduce anything. But And so there's a discussion. What are we to do with Brandon? We should let Brandon go back to doing what he's doing. The uh, fishermen are doing a good job keeping us fed and protecting us. And their plans to move us to the fortress are good. We cannot allow Brandon to continue on as if he runs this community. We run this community. We are its leaders. We are thinking of its best interests, not Brandon. Winter is harsh and desperation gives rise to fear-mongering. Choose one. The parish has offered to protect the community from the fishermen and keep Brandon and the other armed fishermen out. Uh, they insist that with our, uh, just with our netting on the dock and our new, our new farm that we're working and our bush wine, um, that we don't need the fishermen and that they are a hazard and that they are going to protect us. And they have not specified how, but they assure us that it can be done. Uh, and they have declared war on the fishermen. And that is a, I think that's going to be a four week project. Clarification question. Mm-hmm. Four-week project to declare war or four-week project for the war? I think four-week project for the war. Okay. Let's start a project to actually get that um, farm producing. Uh, let's say we want four weeks Yeah. to, to get a decent, uh, some sort of very simple grain yield. Yeah. Or just like, I don't know, some sort of very hardy berry. I'm not sure. I think four weeks is enough time to know whether or not something's going to come in. Yeah, I What agree. grows in autumn? What, like, oh, wait, it's winter. It is winter. Yeah, but Nothing we're Nothing is going to grow. But we're on a beach. So how... We haven't really specified how temperate is, temperate is this water hmm. and this temperature. Like, is winter really the rainy season or is winter slightly more cold? Okay, I'm going to change it slightly. Uh, keep it related to food. But uh, we're going to start, um, I think, preserving the food that we have. Mm. Fish jerky. Yeah. Buckeye salt out. and fish and smoke. Mm. Uh, also, it's going to take about four weeks just to make sure that we have uh, well-preserved rations. Someone comes up with a plan to ensure safety and comfort during the cold months. Start a project related to this. Someone is able to 
come up with the idea of bringing in heated water into the longhouses, which is a thing that the Romans did, so it's totally possible. Um, so that's the project, so that people have heat and water okay. available to them. However, it will take some time, so I think this is a six-week project. No? I have no idea how the Romans did that. I don't either. So I have no idea. It's not my job to know. It's just my, <laughs> my job to present the project. Okay. All right. They did it with like aqueducts and stuff. Aqueducts. Right? All right. Six weeks. Six weeks. I, I, don't, know. I don't know. People sick. People dying. There's a war going on. There's a war you started. I didn't start it. You started Wait, did that. I start it? Yeah, you started the war. You started the war. I think the fishermen started the war. No, the parish started the war. You, uh, you still get an action. I know. I don't know if I'm playing this game right or not, but we discover an underground hot spring <laughs> over here. There was an underground tunnel. Yeah. Still discover an underground hot spring. Somewhere else? Closer to the longhouses. So that is a very fortuitous uh, discovery after starting a it hot is. water. How <laughs> <Not> weird. <laughs> What a crazy random happenstance. What a crazy random happenstance. Where is that from? Why do we say that? Uh, Dr. Horrible. Oh, yeah. An infected outsider arrives seeking amnesty. They have some much-needed resources with them. A An older man um, who has, he has dried blood crusted to his beard from where he's been coughing up blood um, arrives from the south and he has with him he has with him food uh, and several weapons and uh, he is seeking shelter with the main community and we refuse him while what he has could have helped protect us from the fishermen um, we have already been struck with illness several times and we refuse to allow him in we turn him away, and he goes seeking shelter elsewhere. And to that end, the fishermen are starting a campaign to get the moon cult on their side, which I think is a project. And I think the way they're doing this is they have promised the moon cult uh, a temple and esteemed status on the island if they help convince the other community members to just come to the island because it's obviously the best, safest place for everyone. Sorry, I shouldn't be editorializing. Um, and I think that project is a two-week project. The Frost Shepherds arrive. Ah. The game is over. And that ends our game of The Quiet Year. Yes, it does. So what I like, one of the things that I really like about the rules of The Quiet Year is that um, once that card is drawn, the game is over. Yep. And nothing else we say is canonical, is part of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, at least that's my understanding, my reading of the rules. Is that uh, after that card is drawn, like nothing, nothing that we say actually like exists in the meta of the game. Right. But we can still talk about it. We're right. not. Uh, it's not that we can't talk about it. It's just that we can talk about it. But is it really true? So it's like J.K. Rowling's tweets. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Frost Shepherds came. Yes. I don't think they are anything different than people who have Frost Shepherd masks. Ooh. I think what? they are another cult. 
Interesting. I think they are a very violent and warring cult. I think the old man was a scout for the Frost Shepherds. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think we stop them? I think we give them a little bit of a fight because we have that cachet of... Cachet? Cash. Cash? Cash. Why do I say cachet? That's not right. Cash of weapons. So I think they weren't expecting that um, because the old man didn't know about that Mm. when he came because they were separated. We didn't talk about that. Mm -hmm. Um, And he never saw them. So I don't think they were, I don't think they were expecting that, but... um, they definitely overtake us because they are they are a warring tribe. That is what they do. See, I don't think so. I think that the parish had something up their sleeves, and I think the fishermen, even if they're even if they have some suspicious ulterior motives, I think in the end they really wanted their communities to survive and at least live on the island. Mm-hmm. Whether or not that was a good thing in the end or would be a good thing in the end is is up for debate but i think i think the fishermen they have a fortress they have guns but they have nowhere to retreat the island no the if they are attacked on Uh, the island they have nowhere to retreat because this causeway is going to be attacked first right like they're trapped on that island if they stay on that island and if the island is attacked first whereas if you're on the mainland you can escape more inland I do think some people survive, but I think the community, as the community currently stands, does not survive. They're definitely in better shape than other games of this I've played. Mm-hmm. And I kinda, I tried to mess with us a little bit. Yeah, you did. I have a really hard time doing that. I want my community to survive, so I'm always like, here's like, you know, an underground hot spring. Here's some water. Here's <laughs> like, I just, I want you to survive. So here are the things that you need. What do you think about this game as a 2v2 game? I actually really liked it. And as by 2v2, I mean duet game. Yeah, I, I liked it as a duet game. I thought it worked really well. Um, as a duet game for a podcast, there's a lot of silence. And I think you have to... And I tried doing it, and I don't know how well I did it, because the rules say you are supposed to read your prompt. I tried to like make it more story-driven, and I don't know how well that worked. But as a uh, like one-on-one game I liked it a lot actually it was awesome. really good I was a little worried because we played it with more people we had played it with more people and I was wondering if it would still hold up mm. but so far so good yeah, yeah and no, by I... so far so good I mean we finished the game so yeah I liked it with two people I think three or four is probably the sweet spot you get more community voices that way yeah uh, I agree but I was kind of surprised at how well it worked with two players I thought it worked really well with two yeah, players yeah I agree that's it for this week thank you so much for joining us we really really hope that you guys enjoyed this journey and this episode um we want to give a special thank you to our editor and producer zach b if you're not listening to three hours of silence that's because he did his job so thank you very much zach b we also want to thank in love with a ghost for the use of their song chilling at nemu's place off of the album healing you can find in love with a ghost at inlovewiththeghost.bandcamp.com We also want to uh, remind you that The Quiet Year is written by Avery Alder. You can find Avery Alder on Twitter at Lacking Ceremony, and you can find their Patreon at uh, patreon.com forward slash buried without ceremony. Please make sure that you find us and rate us on wherever you get your podcasts, but also iTunes, 
-hmm. more importantly, iTunes. Um, It's how other people find us and discover us and get to discover all these new games that we force in your faces when we're not in Sekadansa being ridiculous. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at HeartPointsPod. Please follow us and join us for discussions about RPGs and other podcasts. And make sure to share us with everyone you know, especially your RPG-loving friends. Uh, please you know, spread the word of HeartPoints. We're going to be starting our uh, second campaign in, I don't know, probably a month or two. Um, and would love to have some new friends with us on the journey. We want to send a special thank you out to all of our Patreon patrons who have already started supporting us on Patreon. If you have not already started supporting us, that's totally fine. But if you would like to start, you can find us on patreon.com forward slash heartpointspod. By helping us and being a patron, you help make this show better and better every week. Um, when you become a patron, you get really cool rewards like access to our patron-only Discord, a monthly campfire pod, and other really special things. So everything that you guys do helps us out, and we really, really appreciate you. This week, we want to give a very special thank you to patron of our hearts, Kevin M. Gallagher, the noble and honorable deacon of the Falconers Guild in Fortuna. Thank you, Kevin, for your support and patronage. Thank you all again for joining us in our little quiet community today. We hope as you return back to the real world that you continue to have a very nice day. But like a very, very nice one. <laughs>